Welcome to Little Bit Leave It. Hey everybody, my name is Ben. Welcome to Little Bit Leave It. This is a Love Island UK podcast for people who are not in the UK. Trying to figure things out with me is my beautiful co-host, my partner in this podcast and in life, Rebecca. Beautiful? Really? They they can't see me. They can't see my beautiful quarantine hair and the holes in my t-shirt. How about brilliant and incisive? Because those are the things that actually matter right now. Well, brilliant, insightful, and not beautiful. Touche, sir. Touche. Yeah, as Ben explained, we are American. We have been hiding out on our couch for 1,700 months, and we decided that we were going to start watching Love Island as an escape from reality. We kind of found ourselves engrossed in this world. Yeah, I think like a lot of other reality TV aficionados, you start to run out of content and you start going into shows from other countries. So this has been a really fun one and we've watched a couple seasons so far. We're going to start by talking about season six, the most recent season, because we figure a lot of people are probably going to start there. We're not going to make this really a true recap podcast. We are going to try to get into some fun stuff every week, and hopefully we can all have like a more in-depth viewing experience doing this together. Obviously, this show is a lot about looks. Uh, On this podcast, there's going to be a lot about looks and clothes and bodies. I just want to start it off by saying everybody in this show is gorgeous. Everybody's body is gorgeous. I'm not here to make fun of anybody, but I'm here to make fun of people. Hope you understand. We suspect if you are watching the show, you're probably going to have a similar outlook on that kind of stuff. So yeah, this really came to be because as we were watching the show, we realized there is no podcast out there for Americans. Really very little Love Island UK content out there. So we hope that you have fun and you enjoy this. And this is a listener supported podcast. So please check out our Patreon that is in the links below. And that's how this gets uh, supported. And we really, really appreciate all of the patrons we have already. And uh, we hope that you'll consider it as well. So kids are expensive. Help. So let's get into it. Season six. This season is a little bit different than other seasons. Huh, Beck? Yeah, well, this is the first winter season, apparently. This is in South Africa and not Europe. So I guess that's cool. You know, it's funny, like going back and rereading, people were saying that this season was boring, but I didn't find it boring. Did you find it boring? I think we might want to save that discussion for the spoils of love, which if you become our patron, and that is a totally unintentional second plug so soon, but if you become a patron at the most basic level, you do get access to our spoiler content. We know that a lot of people are listening to this podcast while they're watching the show for the first time, so we're not going to include spoilers uh, for this season, but this is a rewatch for us. So if you are a patron and you've seen it, then you should check out the Spoils of Love. That is available at the end of this podcast for everybody who's listening on Patreon. 
Okay, should we get into uh, our cast of characters? I do want to talk about the amazing intro sequence at the top of the show, but maybe we should save that for a little bit later and we can talk about the contestants as they arrive to the villa. Yeah, I think so. First, we see Paige and Shanice uh, arrive. Did I say that right? It's Shanice. Shanice. No, Shanice. 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 I think so. Okay. It's not Shanice. That's all I know. <laughs> well, she's, the, in any case, Shanice is the first person to uh, arrive at the villa and receive a proper introduction. And uh, what what do you think of Shanice? Well, she looks like Cher. Um, she seems really fun. She seems cool. Uh, I'm not really sure about the, you know, picturing herself as Princess Jasmine. I don't think she's like Middle Eastern or from this Indian subcontinent. I don't know if it's as like, if cultural appropriation is as weirdly loaded in the UK. I guess we could look into that. Yeah, she is a little olive skin, so maybe she's got some Middle Eastern heritage. I don't know. She does bring, bring up Princess Jasmine a few times uh, during the uh, during the show, though, right? Yeah, it just felt a little weird, but whatever, Shawnees, you get down, girl. I also find adults who are obsessed with Disney cartoons a little weird, right? It's I, I find that a little weird. Well, I just thought of five people that we can't invite to listen to this podcast because they're not going to be my friend anymore. <laughs> yeah, Shawnee, she's from Bristol. She's really, really bubbly. One question I had, she does come across at points as a little ditzy, but I also think that she might be faking it. I, I don't know. Because at points, she actually seems kind of smart. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, Paige. I have a girl crush on Paige. So she is hilarious and self-aware, which I think is really important um, in a show like this. Being aware of how silly it is and that it's going to be fun. I wasn't impressed with her singing. I guess she's a singer, but her singing left something to be desired. It didn't make a strong impression on me one way or the other. I'd say that. So hopefully we get to hear more because I would love to hear her, you know, show off what she can do. I wasn't really impressed with the Lewis Capaldi thing either, but I think we're the wrong generation. Yeah, I I thought that was a weird thing to brag about. I mean, I know he's really famous, but isn't he also really ugly? He's like if Ed Sheeran were uglier. I don't know. Weird flex, right? My note for, for Paige is like, she is like a sexy Miss Piggy come to life. That was my line, hot Miss Piggy. Oh, all right. I well, didn't realize whatever. that. whatever. Paige, if you're listening to this, we voted for you. We didn't actually vote, but we voted for you. So don't be mad. You're the one I want as a friend from the show, even though I'm almost twice your age. Next to arrive at the villa is Leanne. Leanne didn't really give us much. She's pretty quiet. She's obviously really shy and reserved. But, you know, she has the most beautiful eyes. The, her, the shape of her eyes is gorgeous. Like what a beautiful feline almost face. Breathtaking. Um, and I just hope we hear more from her. Yeah. I, I think I'm on the same page as you there. Compared to Paige, there just wasn't a whole lot of depth to her profile. I do note that she said that she thinks that she should only date people that she's attracted to. And um, I agree with her. <laughs> uh, so next to arrive 
is Shauna. Shauna is, I think, the oldest of all the women on the show right now, right? She's 25. She's from London. Sean East is also 25. Okay. All right. But she seems older. She ha- she feels like a real grown-up. Yeah, she has a real career. Yeah. Not that being a makeup consultant or a beauty consultant is a wrong career. She just has a more old-fashioned career. Yeah, we're revealing we're our old. age. Right. Don't forget, like, we're, we're pushing 40, so we're old. So Shauna kind of reflects our view of a grown-up. Like, please don't be mad. Please don't be mad. We love everybody out there. So you can tell that she is definitely underestimated. Because, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, she does not look like someone with a serious career. I think she went, she's a beautiful person, you know, beautiful face, but I think she went a little overboard. I think she like went so, she went so far past pretty that she made herself kind of funny looking. Oh, you're talking about the surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't need all that. And those are her real cheeks, by the way. So, but those lips. The lips are fake. And her nose. The nose. And her boobs. And the Botox. And the Botox. So first I'd say that she does strike me as someone who is very upwardly mobile because she has a pretty thick accent. And I am by no means uh, an expert or even a uh, journeyman analyst of English accents, but it does strike me as more of a working class accent. So to hear that, you know, she has aspirations to one day work in 10 Downing, very ambitious, clearly, which is so I I like that. You know, she knows what she wants, um, but at the same time, I also felt like she didn't take things too seriously. No, I ident- I definitely identify with Shauna. Which makes sense uh, for reasons that you can find out in... The Spoils of Love. Oh, yeah. Just plug in that Patreon. So the last woman to arrive... I just also want to mention that Shauna has a banging body. She's a little thicker and a little curvier. And Yeah. Yeah, Shauna. But look, everybody watches these shows for... Titillation. Eye candy, right? And we've got one more woman to discuss uh, and that's Sophie yeah we're gonna try not to call them girls although the show does and I will get into that in a minute Sophie I have beautiful smile um, she seems really young I think she's like 20 or 21 so she is young but she seems young and I think later on in the show she says that she's the baby of the family and very spoiled and yeah yeah like Leanne I didn't get a lot from her intro except that you know she loves clubbing seems to have fun you know i liked her she seems she seems cool i actually like her in the episode um i she kind of grew on me as as the episode progresses i think she you know she does some stuff in the episode right i am not a sophie fan i can tell so should we get into the guys sure which actually the sophie thing though is funny because i really liked her the first time we watched it and now going back and looking at it it's different (laughs) So, the guys. The guys. First, we've got Nas, 23 years old, from London, and he is a builder. I got a friend zone vibe from him immediately. Like, he is a handsome guy. Like, when you look at his face, he is handsome. It's undeniable. But, I don't know, either he's, like, too eager or he's just got no, like, sex appeal. I don't know what it is about him, but I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Want to be friends with them. Seems cool. Like I said, super handsome, but just no Zazazoo. Well, looks like all the women on the show agreed with you because nobody stepped forward for Nas. Yeah, and that was weird because like I can understand not stepping up for the first guy, but it just felt a little uncomfortable that it was a, you know, a man of color and maybe I'm just, you know, 
thinking American and everything that's going on here, but it made me feel squidgy. No, yeah. I mean, I think I felt for the guy. Nobody wants that to happen to them when they're on the show, right? Right. I think he said a really, really funny thing in his intro, which is he said, eyebrows make or break a face, which is I've heard other people talk about how important eyebrows are too. I just want to say if somebody has perfect, amazing eyebrows, but the rest of the face isn't there, I don't know if the eyebrows are really the the make or break factor, but you know, to each their own. Next up, my boo, Callum. Damn. You like Callum, huh? I like Callum. He reminds me of baby Derek Jeter from 1995-96, and here I am dating myself again. Um, He's going to break some hearts. Those dimples, those muscles, the hair, the face. uh, Forget it. So here's something I really didn't get. So he has never had a girlfriend, but he also knows how to cook really well, which... Right? Didn't he? He talks about his cooking. Yeah, but the two aren't linked. You have to eat. Right. I'm just saying. Before you had girl, regardless of whether you had girlfriends, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying if you know how to cook well and you can get first dates and second dates with women, you know, that cooking can come in real handy if you do want a girlfriend. So I think. Callum actually has never wanted to be in a relationship. I think that's where I was going with that. Okay, fair enough. He probably has, he's only 23 too. He hasn't met anybody. I, well, the time I was 23, I hadn't met anybody I wanted to be with, be with. So Yeah, no, exactly. It's still, everybody in the show is, is young, but at the same time, I had already, you know, dated people for, you know, more than a month by the time I was 23. I had a couple relationships, right? Yeah, and we don't know if he means no girlfriends, like no, you know, real girlfriends where you see a future together or like for four months I was banging somebody theoretically monogamously. I feel like those are a little different. Yeah, I think that's one place where the cultural translation of like what does boyfriend and girlfriend really mean for, you know, this demographic, like this age group in the UK that might be different than what we as Americans or we as pushing 40 people would think about as a boyfriend or girlfriend, you know? And you can have a relationship and not be boyfriend and girlfriend. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) That broke my heart. So one thing that is emphasized in the show is Callum's occupation. He is a scaffolder. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, but maybe it's just like a sexy thing in the UK. Just like, oh, you know, firefighters in the US are considered sexy. Nurses in the US can be considered sexy. Maybe scaffolders are sexy in the UK. I mean, they got muscles. They are dirty. The girls do talk about wanting somebody rough and ready and manly. They go off on, you know, manscaping. So it might just be like a masculine, you know, thing. I don't know. I guess I don't know any scaffolders here in in New York. Uh, Shanice and Shauna step forward for Callum and he picks Shauna. So that's going to be interesting because I think they're attracted to each other, but I don't think those personalities are going to click at all. They had cute banter, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I think he's judging her based on her face. He thinks that she's going to be not as intelligent or as interested. 
Well, he even says that she works in politics. Well, she's calls herself a democratic services officer. And he's like, um, what? And he says, oh, I didn't think you would be the type of person to work in politics. So yeah, he definitely, I, I, I see where you're coming from there. Next guy is, is kind of like the polar opposite of our working class hero. Ollie is uh, 23 from Cornwall and his job is being rich. He's the heir to the something estate. Got From a, a family that, right, his father's a lord, right? Yeah. yeah. So this whole farmer thing, uh-uh. This boy, can you really see this guy mucking out stalls? And he even says that later, and I'm just like, uh-uh. But I have to get back to the, let me get back to the beginning. Does anyone else get some serious, like, Chuck Bass vibes? From this, like from the intro, you know, with the party and the wreckage and the hair flip and the and the look, ew! I I, I was turned off immediately. Uh, maybe it was a Chuck Bass thing, but I am creeped out by him. He seems a little better in person, but I'm not. I'm not feeling it. That's a Gossip Girl reference, is that right? Yes. All right, just confirming there. I think I remember that. I vaguely remember some of the characters from that show. And I have it written down. Is he handsome? Because I can't decide. He has a very big forehead. Yes, five head. Maybe even a six head. But he picks Paige. Yes. Right? And and it's so blonde. Nobody stepped forward for him either. No. Which made me feel better for Nas. Yeah, I, I agree. And then um next guy. Connor. <laughs> you should talk about He's twenty five, he's from Brighton, and he has his own business where I think he imports coffee beans and sells them. Cool, very different. Yeah, I think yeah, it's different for the show. I'm an entrepreneur, so So am I. Yeah. I mean, you know what it's like. You respect other entrepreneurs. There's the the secret club that we all we all belong to. We alternate every Tuesday night, entrepreneurs and Antifa. He's just another really nice guy. I will say all the guys so far seem really nice. They all seem nice. Yeah, everybody in general seems pretty nice. Maybe I'm revealing my own misogyny here, but I think that a, a couple of the women um, might have, you Cause. know, yeah, mean size. And, and honestly, I think you could say the same thing for a couple of the guys, too. So can we get back to Connor? For yeah, a the second? the best thing about Connor is how nice he is. I'd say though he does suffer from a bad haircut. Oh my god, he should have kept that floppy hair in one of those photos. He was so much cuter with the floppy hair. That hair makes me angry and makes his nose look too big and his teeth look too teethy. Yeah, I don't know what to think about his teeth yet. Part of me thinks that they are kind of corny, but also Part of me really respects him for going out and, you know, he probably had really bad teeth and, you know, now he doesn't. So. Actually, I found a picture of him from before. He didn't. But you know what? Look, everybody here on the show has some kind of body modification of some sort. And he was living in Australia for a while. So I bet you he flew to Thailand from Australia, which is not quite as big of a commitment as UK to Australia. But regardless, the teeth are a lot. It reminds me of the Friends episode where Ross gets his teeth whitened. And he goes to the, on the date, and they're in the dark, and they're about to make out, and his teeth are just, like, glowing in the dark. And it is amazing, and that's what Connor reminds me of. And last but not least, Mike. He's 24. He's a cop. And he's from London. He's hot. Yeah, that's kind of all I got. You know? uh, he's corny as hell. He's corny as hell. A little bit, but he has, a, he has bedroom eyes and a gorgeous smile. And, um, yeah, I would probably 
throw a corny pickup line at him, especially being a middle-aged white lady, I would definitely be throwing corny pickup lines at him. Mike ends up with Leanne because, oh, I forgot to mention, Connor uh, picks Sophie after Paige and Sophie both step forward. and But Connor goes with Sophie. They uh, seem pretty into each other. Yeah, I actually, I, I want to talk about, uh, about that because I think their relationship seems to get off to a really fast start in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but we've got, so we've got our five couples. Mike ends up with Leanne and then they show us all those couple photos. Shawnee's, Shawnee's looks so uncomfortable. She looks so unhappy and it's like, girl, you just met this guy like what, an hour ago? If that, you know, I understand he wasn't your first choice, but take a breath, get over yourself and let him chat. Let him chat you. In fairness to Shawnice, though, everybody looks awful in those photos, right? Those couple photos, they all look like zombies. Who knows when the last time they slept was? That is true. But it's just so, I just find that so weird how they pan around them. Um, yeah, I, th- I just found that so strange. And then we see all the couples kind of having their first chats. Connor and Sophie really seem to be hitting it off. They're kind of getting goofy together. They're flirting a lot. I think more than any of the other couples, they really seem to hit it off. Yeah, so that's why what happens in the evening is so jarring. So Connor tells that threesome story, which, by the way, it was way too early for that story. Nobody needs to, needs to know about that about you from that early on. It didn't seem like the producers made him do it. It seems like something he just dropped because he wants people to know that, you know, he was all shagalicious. And then if I were Sophie, I'd be irritated by that. You know, this guy who I'm clicking with then telling this story about, you know, how about his like sex magic. And like, I think the comment she made, you know, it might have embarrassed them a little bit, but he kind of had it coming, right? Yeah. I mean, I think what happened was that he told the story that he immediately regretted telling the story and felt embarrassed, probably a little, you know, maybe a little ashamed was kicking himself because he does like Sophie and realizes he shouldn't have said it. And then I think what she said was funny. I, I think. Yeah, that- it wasn't mean. I mean, she was embarrassed too because she thought he liked her. And now he's, you know, he, now he's telling stories about all these other people he had sex with. Like- so I think he read more into her comment than was there. You know, I, I think that he was already kind of being self-conscious and maybe a little embarrassed about having told that inappropriate story. Well, not even inappropriate. I think it's just too soon. Yeah. Yeah. This is Love Island. Like, Yeah, no, that's what I mean by there's a lot that is going to come out during the course of the season. Um, but clearly, dude is, is, dude is pretty sensitive. He was spiraling. You could just watch like all the joy and humor get like sucked out of his face. Yeah, Connor can dish it out, but can't take it. Come on, brah. I think that's, you know, that's kind of a, a good place to lead into the major plot development the major twist at the end which is the twins of course they're twins and of course as shauna said they look like playboy models in the best way possible and i don't think there's a better way to describe it but they are identical and i can't tell them apart so far no they're pretty smoking huh I uh, Okay, they're really young, so be careful. How old are they? 20. 
Be real careful, my dear. Okay, so we will just move on. But wait, wait, but they're like the sweetest. They look like, you know, they look like how they look and people can come to snap judgments. Definitely not people me, but people. But they're really sweet. Their voices are a little, you know, wow. But they, they seem like genuinely nice people. So I had to back off the judgment there for a minute. No, yeah, they, they do seem like nice people. In fact, you know, Sophie really tries to stir some stuff up and they kind of don't really want to take the bait. Oh, let's talk about Paige and Ollie for a second. Because she wasn't really gung-ho about him. Nobody was excited about him. But he kind of melted her ice queen facade a little bit, right? It seemed like she was getting into him. Yeah, when she was upset that he was talking to Shawnee's. Yeah, well, and don't forget, too, that Sophie was starting shit. Sophie! Oh, yeah, that's right. Sophie is the one who kind of encouraged that conversation to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. She told Ollie to go after Shawnee's. Yeah, that's interesting. So Sophie is not so innocent. I think we have to keep an eye on her. No, I mean, I think that when she was pushing Jess and Eve, if I'm remembering correctly, it's not. it wasn't just the three of them. I mean, there were other girls there too, right? My impression of that scene was that Sophie was trying to create a drama between the twins and the rest of the group, or yeah. at least try, trying to create drama. Yeah, that makes sense to me. So normally we're not going to do such an extensive type of recap, but for the first episode... It's kind of all there is. Every episode of the podcast, we are going to do a deep dive into something about the show. Maybe they talk about a particular place or a band or something that we don't know about as Americans, and we'll spend a few minutes talking about that. Let's get to Culture Shock. So the first one that stood out to me immediately was in the introduction when announcer Ian Sterling is talking about how back home in rainy Blighty, you're probably super jealous that they're in South Africa. So I wasn't sure what Blighty was, so I did a little Googling. And apparently it was originally used in India in the 1800s to describe British visitors, um, Europeans in general, but definitely especially British um, and originally it was thought to be from the Urdu word in foreign, but the translation wasn't quite right. And it's actually Bengali for foreign. Um, and then in the Boer War, it became an affectionate term for England and then became really popular in the trenches in World War One. So blighty, an affectionate term to describe the UK and especially England. Well, that is very interesting. Wow, that sounded really sarcastic. No, actually, that's just a problem with my voice. That was very interesting. <laughs> yeah, and the, apart from maybe doing a little explainer like that in Culture Shock, the other thing we're going to talk about is all the slang on the show because there is so much slang. We're not going to go into like the really basic ones that you can figure out yourself. Like they use buzzing a number of times, right? Buzzing, excited, that's really easy. Others, maybe not quite as easy to understand, like... One of the guys turns to another and says, ah, well, it's early doors. Early doors is word substitution slang for early days, right? We'll hear early days uh, probably a lot in the beginning of the show. But early doors also has another meaning, which I don't think they meant here. Early doors also means pair of drawers, like underwear, in Cockney rhyming slang. So I don't think he was talking about underwear. I think he was talking about it being the beginning of the show. Is that, would, would you say so? Yeah, 
that was but that was fun can i get into mine now because i really love it yeah yeah so the meaning is obvious but oh my days is probably the cutest thing i have ever heard a 20 year old man say in a really long time they sound like grandmas it's so wholesome i just love it it makes me laugh every time i hear them say it that's all i just wanted to you know share that magic grandma moment with you Magic grandma moments. That's what it is all about. So I think that wraps it up for Culture Shock. And it's time to get into... The TNA Report. So obviously one of the things I love about the show most is the fashions. And, you know, they're young and they're hot. And I know that they're encouraged and told to wear clothes. That shows that off. Uh, But some of them are really fashion forward. And some of them are pretty close to naked. And sometimes it's both at the same time. And I think there's no better example of fashionable and mostly naked than Shawnee's nipple bralette in the opening sequence. OMG. That is a shirt. I'm not going to say anything good or bad about it. It's just wow. Just wow. What did you call it? It's her... Nipple top? Is that what I called it? <laughs> you call it, yeah, nipple top or nipple shirt. TNA, fashion, it's all there. Um, you know, we're not just pervs. Like, I also appreciate some of the fashion. Um, I loved Mike's co-ward look. There's also another slang, although it's pretty obvious what it means. Tropical print co-ward outfit that Mike wears for the coupling. Thought that was really cool looking. He looked really good in it. And then for a, uh, a thumbs down fashion was Connor's pink shirt, shorts co-ward at the coupling. With, the sh- with this ugly shirt, with the ugly neckline and the teeth and the nose and the hair. It was just, wow. Wow. Didn't one of the, the women actually... Sophie. She liked it, She right? liked the co-ward. I like Mike's co-ward. I did not like Connor's, but mostly because of the cut. Okay. The cut was not cute. Okay. I, I thought Connor looked pretty cool. I wish I could get away dressing like that. I won't let you. <laughs> should we rank the couples? We always should rank the couples. Yes, we will always rank the couples. Now, what do the rankings mean? Whatever we want. Yeah, because it's our podcast. So should we rank them bottom to top or top to bottom? Bottom to top. Go for it. So I think coming at the bottom, very, very, very obviously, Shawnee and Nas, they seem to like each other on a personal level, but there is, I mean, Shawnee is just never going to give him a chance. No. Not happening. No, not at all. And like I said, he gives me no heat. So, sorry, brah. Number four, we have Paige and Ollie. Um, and they're fine, I guess. You know what? I, I think that if Ollie hadn't had that conversation with uh, Shawnee's and Paige didn't have that whole monologue where she was talking about how she didn't think she could trust him, I would have ranked him a little bit higher. But as it is, I think fourth is the right spot. Yes. At third. In third, we have Mike and Leanne. I did like how Mike was drawing her out. I do think that they are ones to watch. And I'm even wondering, you know, maybe they could have been tied for a second now that I'm kind of thinking about it. But I like Mike and Leanne. And I'm I'm hoping that they're going to rise the ranks because I think he's good for her. Yeah, I, I think they're a good couple. But, you know, it's early days. Early drawers. <laughs> Number two. So we actually didn't agree on this. And I originally came around to, you know, the way he saw it, which is fine. I'm, you know, I pick my battles. But so we decided that number two was. Shauna and Callum. Um, you know, it looks promising. They're very flirtatious. Yeah. I 
think they get along. I, yeah, I really uh, like them as a couple. Yeah. I guess, you know, the question with them is, are, is there anything deeper? With Mike and Leanne, it's more like, is she going to let him in and is he genuine? And with Callum and Sean, as well, they definitely like each other. They're definitely letting each other in. Is there anything beneath it? Right. And, you know, the reason that I did not have them at number one and the argument that I made of why, drumroll please, Sophie and Connor are the first number one couple of the sixth season just because they hit it off so quickly and they already had their first fight. I mean, that's a, that's a marker in any relationship. Red flag. <laughs> no, that's... They've been dating for at least, what, eight See, hours? When he picks Sophie, he sounds so dreamy. He is like, Sophie. And like that, that pulled some heartstrings. I had some feels about that. Yeah, they're the only ones who evoked emotions in me. And maybe Mike and Leanne a little bit too. So we forgot to talk about it, but we can't leave it out entirely, is that intro to the whole show. That staged intro where they introduce them all, leaving their jobs to come to Love Island. That segment is amazing, right? Yes. Hilarious. Well, we did talk about Shanice's fashion choices, but we didn't really say much else about it. Well, yeah, I mean, Shanice ripping open her top is definitely a highlight. I kind of stopped paying attention after that because it was just, you know. Well, that right leads into a, a, a porn set. I mean, Mike is on a porn set in that segment, right? Probably. That is a prison sex fantasy scene. I actually think the segment is really well done and how it flows, how you start with Sophie pouring coffee, then Connor at the coffee shop. Um, obviously there's a little disjointed between that and Shawnee's, but then the Shawnee's kind of ripping up her lingerie, Mike being on a porn set. And then Ollie's like waking up the morning after next to a woman, right? Well, uh, yeah, Ollie's in the gossip girl set. I, I just like how they also boil it down to every person's essential characteristic sort of their view of the most obvious characteristic leanne answers a phone and then we see your bra we see callum on scaffolding of course reading a newspaper <laughs> we see shauna helping somebody out and then ripping her clothes off yeah i i've worked at a voting booth before that is not the place you want to take your clothes off <laughs> So that is such a cool segment. Ends up with uh, Jess and Eve and they reveal the twins right up at the top of the episode to give us a little bit of dramatic irony, which I always love. Next time on Little Bit Leave It, we will get into episode two of season six, obviously, but our deep dive, maybe we'll make it on scaffolders. Well, I'm going to do some research and if there's anything deeper than just, you know, this is what a sexy job is in the UK... I will be sure to share it with you. But right now, my guess is that there is nothing deeper. It's just considered sexy. But we'll so see. Maybe, maybe not. That'll be our deep dive uh, for episode two. So thanks, everybody, for listening. I just don't want to promise a deep dive where there's nowhere to, where you're going to break your neck if you dive. Well, we will have a deep dive of we some sort. We will have one or another, yeah. Of some sort. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, it's just a little bit leave it. Uh, you can email us. At, eventually yeah you can eventually email us um we'll have the email address in the links so um thanks everybody for listening and until next time mash up the place smash up the rave little, little bit, bit leave it, it.